The Athletic. Another bonus podcast after a pulsating match against Real Madrid. This is Why Always Us. It's your Manchester City podcast from The Athletic. I'm David Mooney. Sam Lee is still in the Etihad after the game. That's how quickly we're recording this. Hiya, Sam. Hello, yeah. There's still thousands of fans here as well. And players are doing their post-match interviews. Um, that, that is how quickly we're doing it. It just felt like that game called for some, well, I don't know, bonus podcast action. And also, it might help me getting my head straight on what the hell just happened <laughs> it was mad wasn't it we'll, uh, we'll come to that when Sam's got his head straight and, he'll have, and he's written whatever he's got to write then uh, you can read everything on City uh, that piece included and more on The Athletic right now £1 a month for six months just go to theathletic.com forward slash Man City pod um, Sam the phrase that sprung that springs to mind at full time for me here is what Guardiola said after Liverpool we left them alive uh, is that right? Yeah, I've actually I tweeted that already. I guess you didn't see because you were so you were so busy setting up for this. So we were on the same page. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say it feels like City lost, but at full time, it doesn't feel like yeah, I want to win. You know, beat Real Madrid, scored four goals. It feels like they should have had eight. You know, and I feel like that's not. I mean, that's my view on it. And you know, I'm a kind of glass half empty kind of person, even though I try to be the opposite. But I feel like that's how the reaction in the stadium was as well. Like I see. But the funny thing is, I saw the Madrid players walking off looking quite dejected. I was like, you should be delighted, lads. You should be yeah. delighted. And look, City is still favoured for the second leg. But you just think, what this game should have been compared to what it was is uh, the finishing, though. And like, how, many chances, how many chances did Madrid have? Three? Am I forgetting any other than the goal where you think they should have scored that? No, I, I can't think of anything no? off the top of my head. No. How many did City have? Four? Mares at the post. There was the one where he couldn't get it across to Foden, and he took the shot on. Um, there was the one where Foden he was actually flagged offside, but um, nobody gambled on him getting it back into the middle. He was onside. The TV pictures showed he was onside. Yes, so yeah. if, he, if if somebody had scored that, the VAR yeah, would have that. overturned it. That. Yeah, that was first half, wasn't it? Yeah, there, there was so many chances in that game, and I mean, I mean, how many times did Mares nearly find Diaz in the second half for, uh, with those crosses? Well, the, 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 the two those those Gaza ones at the back post were just, you know, studs weren't long enough and all those cliches, like that Bernardo Silva one and Palace. Those those two you'd put down as half chances, but I mean, before that, oh, just so many times. I mean, the double one with Maris hitting the post in the second half and then Bowden the ball coming back to him quickly. There was one where Laporte was kind of 16 yards out and had a snapshot, which you wouldn't expect him to score, but he went straight down, caught twice, but again, you wouldn't say that was a clear chance, but as good a chance as Madrid had other than their goals. Like, it it just feels like uh, we just, it's the same thing, isn't it? Like, we had this on the QA the other week, and somebody was like, Why do you think Liverpool have got better finishers than City? And I was like, oh, I don't know. If, you know, is it because City's finishers are actually midfielders? You know, Guardiola likes playing midfielders. So they're midfielders. They haven't got that skill set. Right? You know, because it can't be recruiting. You know, Jesus and Sterling, they just missed their chances. Salah and Mane scores. I did, maybe those are the reasons. And then I also thought, I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's a bit of a fallacy that I would actually need to see Liverpool's conversion rate stats. And somebody actually said, like, look, look, look at Liverpool's stats. They're, you know, they, they, they're about the same as, as cities. And it is a bit of a fallacy. But then it's like, OK, maybe it's, if we take Liverpool out of the equation, it's like we are just, we are just 100% right, aren't we, when we say that cities are bad finishers. Yeah. It's as simple as that, isn't it? Yeah. Like and you know I did a I did a thing for Premier League TV before the game. In fact, I did like an Irish radio thing this morning as well, talking about 
talking about, you know, what's, well, how's this game going to look? And I was like, well, the thing about Madrid is they're not, they're not that good, are they? You know, they've, they didn't play that well against PSG. They didn't play that well against Chelsea, but they're still here. You know, they still do it. And if, and if you miss your chances, that is going to be the big fear. And obviously the problem is with City, they do miss chances. Fuck me, that was that. was That that was that. Played out on a football pitch over 90 minutes. I mean, yeah. there, is there anything else to say than that? That, well, that is exactly what happened. I, I was going to say, though, in terms of the goals that City conceded... Um, like oh. they were, they were the they were the, the the sorts of goals that at the start of the game, if you told me City would concede them, I would not be surprised. In that Benzema out of abs- Madrid would score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Benzema, absolutely. And like it, it's not really on. I mean, I'm it's a it, it's a fantastic finish. And then the the second goal, completely the right back issue. You know, they've they've ended up with Stones having to go off injured. Fernandinho's come on and he's got done on the halfway line. I think Laporte should probably come across and cover, but you know, so be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the penalty. I mean, I I actually think there's bad luck in the penalty because Laporte wins the header. He flicks it onto his own arm. Last season, I think under the laws of the game, that's not a penalty. Yeah, he's won the header. Been a, like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It came off the head and yeah. Yeah, yeah. but this season it, they take they took that out. So it's, he's made his body unnaturally bigger with the yeah. arm. It is accidental and it's touched his hand. It's it's a stone waller. It's like this. Yeah. It's one of those that's that's again as the soon wrong as I time. Saw it, I was like, oh Christ, that like that is that is handball then. That's just a penalty. When I saw it, I mean, look, I couldn't. I, 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 I presumably, I, you either you either knew that they changed the handball rule or they said on TV, but I didn't know where they were at with it. And the yeah. city player saying it hit his head first, I was like, okay, maybe they've got a point there. But you see it in the ground, you think, well, that's it, that. Yeah. But, well, I, I actually, I actually went onto the IFAB website to double check whether that line was still in there, and it wasn't. So that's that's the sort of thing I do right. during games. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, okay. It's, it, it might not be the best way to enjoy a match, but in terms of being a journalist and coming on and speaking and setting people straight, we've done more than I have. So, yeah, <laughs> fair, but I mean, uh, it's, just, it's just that's why that's why it kind of feels like a defeat, which is a mad thing to say. But like, I, I also tweet. Oh, I'm watching this Mares chance when he posted the second half as well. The little touch, the little touch to get it onto his left foot perfectly before is so good. I'm not even. I can't. I'm not really angry with him for that. It's just kind of just makes me feel a bit sick. Yeah. It was it was a good effort, just so just unlucky. He'd done so well, and Fo- I hope Foden's not managed to get him past him as well. But it's, I just it's that feeling, of, it just makes you feel sick. Like they should have scored so many more goals. Not like Madrid should have been absolutely buried. I mean, we'll talk about the return leg later on. But I mean, I'll probably sum it up now. It'll be exactly the same. And I'm, I couldn't tell you who's going to score more goals at the end of it. Yeah. But you know, there'll be another four, five, six goals. I'm sure. Do you think the change to the away goals rule kind of has helped City here? Because it meant that they didn't really need to be. I mean, I, I know it's not a great situation to have to have won the game, but have Madrid a goal behind. You've scored four, but you're still, you know, you're still only leading by one. But at least they're not three away goals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it helps for sure. It helps for sure. It's this. It's the same way that Chelsea were okay going back to Madrid because they lost. Well, they could see the three at home. And it was like, okay, well, it's not three and a half or whatever. You know, there, there's a chance. Um, so, yeah, it does, it does help City. And, like, it reminded me of that Monaco game a couple of years ago. But, obviously, everybody was kind of punch drunk after that Monaco game. And was like, oh, yeah, what a result. You know, what a glorious comeback, etc. When you look at it, it's like, it's funny how, how these things work. You kind of go from the final whistle. You think, yeah, brilliant, what a result. 
And then a couple, yeah, after a couple of days, you think, yeah, yeah, good result, good result. And then by the time it's like the day before the second leg, you think, shit, what about them away goals? <laughs> like, you kind of get less, less and less confidence, confident as soon as like, the closer you get to the second leg. And we we were saying that about they're, they're, uh, PSG and Dortmund last season, weren't we? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Um, and then but yeah, with this, there just isn't that. There just isn't that. So I mean, it does help. And like, that's probably... That's probably, I think, it probably work in reverse. You know, the closer you get to the second leg, the probably the more you think, you know, City are in a good position here. Those away goals don't mean anything. Madrid need to win the game. So, I mean, you'd say they'd open up and they'll leave spaces, but for City to exploit, which I suppose they did tonight. So, yeah, good. But also, if City miss even more chances and Madrid score more half chances, then it's not going to work, is it? You, you look at the XG or whatever it will be over the two legs, and it will be completely out of, out of whack. Um, yeah. But, I mean... I, I tweeted this after, well, during the game, towards the end, and it's a bit of a mad thing. You know, I'm sure there'll be people listening to this who are of a more positive persuasion than us, thinking, just, just scored four goals against Real Madrid. Like, this is, you know, this is Real Madrid, Champions League semi final. You know, the third Champions League semi final that City played at the Etihad in their history. And they played very well overall, scored four goals, just, yeah, being brilliant. Um, it, it's just it's just mad that you can be in this world where you, you criticise them for should have scored more goals against the actual Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we've, we've been through that. I suppose the other thing to say is, you know, you, I suppose there's an element of you always... It's like at the end of the season, you go, oh, well, if, you know, if, if City had beat Spurs and you know, if City had beat Southampton and blah, 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 they'd have won the league or, you know, they'd have won the league by more, they'd be more comfortable, blah, blah, blah. But look, Liverpool can say the same. That's just football. Every, every, every team has you them, mean, don't they? Yeah. Exactly, you miss chances, everything's the same. So there's an element of that, and you look at Bernardo's goal, and you just think, well, if Liverpool had scored that, or Real Madrid had scored that, you'd think, oh, like, like well, that's not even a chance. Like, how are you putting that in the top corner? That's not fair. So, I mean, City kind of boosted their conversion to XG stats there. Um, so, you know, they did kind of score a goal from nothing there, but uh, I'm, look, I'm looking at these highlights back, and it's just making my mind melt. Go on, go on. Can I, can I just give a shout out to Kieran Murray for the, uh, he tweeted um, uh, on that Bernardo goal, uh, Thibaut caught out, which I think is genuinely the best yeah. pun I've ever heard. Yeah, well, considering puns are shite, then, <laughs> yeah. Fair play. Um, um, I, I wasn't made for this industry, was I, with, with views like that on puns, but there we go. There we go. Uh, can we, can we talk about the right back issue? Because uh, I think mm. it was, it was pretty clear, wasn't it? why City started with a not very fit John Stones, wasn't it? Yes, I mean, it turned out that him and Walker had trained yesterday, you know. I, I genuinely don't think Guardiola does this. I genuinely don't think Guardiola, you know, plays plays the mind games. I remember a few years ago, um, with De Bruyne being injured for a Liverpool game, I, I tweeted, I was like, Guardiola says De Bruyne is out and loads of Liverpool fans going, oh, well, he's going to play then. It's just mind games. I was like, he, just, he doesn't do that really. Like, if he's out, he's out. That's just how it is. But yeah, they they were snuck out um, for training after everyone had cleared off yesterday. Um, but it was a weird one because once I'd heard that before I'd heard that Stones was starting, it was like, well, Stones has obviously got a muscle problem, whereas Walker's a bit more, you know, just impact knock and could have an injection maybe. So it's one of those where you think... Might play. You you wouldn't you but you wouldn't yeah you wouldn't risk the muscle injury so but yeah so they 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 risk stones you know obviously you know everyone before the game was thinking who the hell is going to play right back nobody could come up with a, a good solution nobody could think of anything um, 
And obviously Guardiola thought, well, I can't think of anything else either, so we'll just go with Stones. Um, he struggled, I mean, with an injury. I mean, I don't know how much he struggled because of the injury or he got the injury again because he struggled. Both, I don't know. Um, he had a few wobbles, um, some strange decisions, but at the same time, I think there were a couple. Um, Edison got the ball from Laporte and then Laporte pulled left to get the ball. He was in miles of space. There was there was no Madrid trap to close him down. But Edison, I don't know if he'd been told to play out towards City's right. He kept playing it towards Stones, but it was in a bad position. You think, just go Laporte, go safe. And, I don't know, Laporte could switch the play later on, but presumably he was told that, or he was told it, but he made a bad decision or whatever. But yeah, it kind of put Stones under a bit of pressure. He struggled a bit. Um, it was When he went off, it had to be injury, because there's no way Guardiola would say, right, you're having a shock you're coming off. It, does, it doesn't really work like that, does it? Yeah, and not five, um, not five minutes before half-time either. No, exactly. And then Fernandinho coming out. So I, I've got a screenshot of this as proof to anyone who doesn't believe me, but I didn't want to tweet it, partly because... Fernandinho, or at least his social media guy, follows me on Twitter, so I thought it might jeopardise anything I want to do with him in future. But I'll be talking about because he gives a shit. But one of my editors were like, "Wow, you know, Fernandinho, that was amazing." And obviously, I tweeted, you know, fair play. Obviously, no wonder we can consider, you know, still playing and, and going to Brazil. You know, he'll boss it type thing. Because um, he playing so well up until that. But I typed out. Let me see if I can find it. Here. But I basically said he's. He'll probably fuck off in a minute. But so far, he's been absolutely superb. Literally, the second I said that, the Vinicius thing happened. Yeah, he got turned. And and that's it. Like, I mean, what what is that? A half chance. I'm, you give the ball away on the halfway line. Like, Guardiola was pissed off about the throw-in before that. But it's one of those where, yeah, okay, if the ref had given the right decision with the throw-in, presumably it was a sixth throw given how pissed off he was. If it had given the right decision with the throw-in, it wouldn't have happened. But it's like you've got so, so much time to make up. Um... In, in terms of mistakes and stuff, you, you know, you can only blame yourselves, really. But yeah, should, should Laporte come across and yeah, goal. should Laporte come across and cover? You know, what? I've not seen it. I've not seen it again. I've not seen it again. But you, I know you were saying it. I've seen that on Twitter as well. Um, happening live, I was kind of looking at Guardiola because he was doing that thing where he was down on his haunches, kind of thinking, "Fuck's sake, not this again." And obviously, that, yeah, it actually, I, it I, came I don't to think pass. he's ever, yeah. ever been punished when he's done that, but it certainly was this time. Um, no, I've not. I've not seen it again. The, you know, that's the the downfalls of doing a podcast while they're still fans inside the stadium. So <laughs> I've not. I've not actually seen that one. But it, it just like you lose the ball on the halfway line, or you, you know, there's a chance that develops on the halfway line and they score. Whereas you know, City in the first half, in the second half, racing towards their goal with Madrid running back completely on the hop, and you think, well, who's going to mess this one up there? Like, it's no, it's no way to to manage a semi final. But like. They were so good overall. I think this is this is the, the frustration, really. Maybe if we'd done this podcast in the morning, I'd be a bit more like, you know, City were excellent, but it's the frustration speaking. You know, it, that's why it feels like a loss. It's the frustration of they could have scored more goals, but it's just you've shot yourself in the foot so many times. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about Madrid as if they just turned up. You know, City had made these mistakes against Watford. It probably would have been five-one anyway. You know, it wouldn't. It would have been fine. Madrid are Madrid and Madrid have taken these chances and Madrid have punished them and you know they forced mistakes and they forced bad spells from City but you know City responded well you know they had a few rocky minutes after the goals but no, they weren't cut wide open you know when Guardiola has talked in the past about those setbacks if you think back to Anfield away in the Champions League the 3-0 you know yeah, it was 1-0 and, and then suddenly 3-0 yeah exactly and Guardiola has talked about that and I remember the, going into the 2018-19 season they wanted Walker and they wanted Otamendi to improve on that and they wanted Stones to improve on that like specifically those guys 
in terms of like you know you make a mistake don't dwell on it and, and you know just don't, ideally don't make a mistake in the first place but it was it was those reactions and asked Bernardo about that before the sport in Lisbon game he said I think we're loads better at, at that and I think we saw that you know when Madrid did score you know it was almost it was almost like whenever City scored it fucked them up it was almost like City had step back to scoring themselves which is again no way to run a semi-final it's very unusual do you remember we did uh, me, you, and Jack Pitbrook did a, a podcast through lockdown where we talked about Guardiola and the Champions League. And one of the things Jack said on that was uh, one of the biggest issues Guardiola has to deal with is his style of play in the Champions League. It leaves itself open to those those kind of mad ten minutes where that sort of stuff happens. And the one thing where you think about City's Champions League run last season and think about what's got them to this semi final, they haven't done that. They haven't fallen apart when the chips have been down. They've dug on and they've they've hung on in there. I mean, the, the second leg against uh, Atletico um, in, in the last round, they, like City a couple of years ago, would have capitulated under that sort of pressure. And they, they're not doing it. And I mean, you have, to, you have to give credit to Real Madrid for the, for the finishing and for, for the way that they've hung on in this game. Um, but ultimately now, City have got 90 minutes in Madrid where they effectively start the game 1-0 up. Yeah, I know. I mean, if, they'd have just had, if everyone had just agreed to play a much slower game and won 1-0, I'd have been... <laughs> They'd be much much better off for the Leeds game at the weekend, anyway. More energy. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's. I mean, they, they they did. You know, like like we say, they did respond very well. And obviously, for recent articles, I've ended up watching like semi-finals. Pep's just looking at. It's like Pep's given instructions, like like you know, mid-game when like John Stones or somebody hasn't played the pass to the right, and he's like gesticulating and making the pass himself. He's just doing that with like Marcelo. Which is unusual. <laughs> like Marcelo and somebody else are out warming up on the pitch or warming down or whatever the hell. Um, Grealish is as well. But he wasn't talking to Grealish. It was unusual. Um, yeah, so I've, for those articles I've done recently, I've obviously watched semi-finals that Bayern had against Madrid and against Atletico, and especially against Atletico, which I watched like a couple of times. Like there, there were spells when you know Atletico scored at, at the Alliance Arena, and Bayern were just like, you know, you could see in Zabi Alonso's face on the camera just like, what's going on here? I, mean, I think that was actually when they missed the pen talking yeah. about different types of setback um after Griezmann scored on the break they were spamming balls forward you know they, I can't remember how how quickly after Torres won a penalty that Atletico actually missed towards the end but Bayern were proper rocking as well in that and obviously that was the third year obviously in the first the first year of semi-finals was the Madrid one and, you know two two-headed goals from they were kind of open anyway Bayern in the second leg against Madrid and then two headed goals from Ramos and, and it all fell apart you know they, they were 3-0 up Madrid after half an hour for 33 minutes something like that so it is something that you know has been Guardiola teams and I don't know if that's the style or I, I, I don't know you know if, I don't remember Jack saying that just trying to forget everything about lockdown but he was if he said that you know that's Guardiola's style and it's kind of open for that then you'd have to say based on that he's spot on um, but I do think they're much better right? and it didn't happen but like I say I was, it's almost like they they reacted worse to City did to the to the goals they did score rather than the goals they conceded, which is mad, really. Um, maybe maybe that's that Monaco thing from five six years ago. Of you think you know you've got the lead now, you, you sit on it and you're a bit circumspect and you stop playing. It'd be interesting to see if Guardiola in his in his press conference says they forgot to play. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. But it'll be interesting to see if he does say that. Um, you know, if you're listening to this in the morning, you, you'll have no, you'll know. 
I'm interested in the um, the kind of basketball game idea because, like, there was a couple of a couple of spells where City had scored, and it became a basketball game for a bit. And we talk all the time about Guardiola not making subs when he's happy with the flow of the game. Like, there was a spell where I where there was a lot of fans on Twitter calling for this, and I could see I could see it as a as a good solution. Um, get Sterling on, give Fernandinho some protection in front of him and just regain control of the game. Just make sure you've got the ball and it's not going end-to-end. You might not have the chances that, that, that you're creating, but they're not going to have the chances either. That's the, that, that's the key. And he didn't do it. And he, he, kind of, he, he let it just kind of play out. Was it, do you think he's going to be happy with the flow of that game, especially in the second half, like 70, 80 minutes or so? I, I really, I really don't know because it's a bit like I was saying before. Um, in terms of how they played the game overall, really good. And like he's doing, I can see he's speaking to BT now on my monitor box. I don't know what he's saying. But I can see him saying that they did everything they needed to do in terms of the game, but some mistakes and punished because it's Real Madrid and not aggressive enough or clinical enough in the final third. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't think he'd be too unhappy with how it went because I mean I'm looking at an XG map now, which of, of Madrid's chances and you know City have got three red dots around the penalty spot and one more towards the left. They're the, they're the, right, they're the goals. Right, ignore that bit. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm looking at, a, I'm looking at an XG map, and you know it's all you know the smaller the circle, the the harder the chance and whatever. Madrid, other than their goals, and obviously. One goal was a penalty, so that's the biggest one. Other ones, they're just they're just shots that, that happened. You know, they weren't particularly big chances. Whereas City, they've got some fairly sizable circles, bigger than the kind of the goals they they scored. Um, I, I think I think if you say you're going to play with that personality, like Zinchenko for Benzema's goal, not terrible, but I mean, given how he fought for everything else, Zinchenko was so aggressive, like he was last week against Brighton. He was so aggressive and battled for everything. You know, he played that part in City's third goal against Brighton where he, he he dove in and won the ball back and played it forward to the broader effective round the corner for Bernardo. He was like that all night, but just not for a split second on Benzema. But ben, ben, Benzema was so good at creating that space. So it's almost hard to blame him. But it's like they were aggressive all night. You play that game against Real Madrid, you know, with the fans, you play with that spirit and that atmosphere and that fight. You create chances and you, you know, the way that they exploited Madrid and the way that De Bruyne was phenomenal and the way that they worked to get De Bruyne into those spaces, particularly in the first 20 minutes, it was great. And these are the things that, I don't know, I wonder if Guardiola's like, look, if, if only we'd done this podcast 20 minutes later, which obviously doesn't really work for, for my schedule, which is, I don't know if that's selfish or not, or good journalism or not. But if we, it, we it's all right, it doesn't, doesn't, say, work, but, doesn't work for my schedule either, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. It's just how it has to be. Um, I had one and a half hours sleep after the away game Atletico Madrid, by the way, and I'm not trying to do that again. Um, it's, I haven't really caught up. But, so I just think Guardiola, there's, there's, there is a lot of things he's going to be pleased with, but then it's just kind of, what can you, it's the boxes, isn't it? It's the boxes. It goes back to Monaco and that season and the second season and whatever, and City more clinical in their boxes, and then the other team don't need to do much to score a goal. It's, it's that age-old chestnut, really, that's, that's come to life again. Um, but, what what but, do you do about that? You but in, yeah, I was going to say, in fairness, um, 
we're, we're talking we're, we're talking ahead of any striker signing, so they are looking at addressing that issue in that box. And then, like, it, it, it is Real Madrid. It, like, it's taken Real Madrid yeah, yeah, to punish yeah, yeah. them in that sense. Like, Watford didn't do it in that like that that 2016 season. It was everybody doing it to City. This season, like, it's taken a team like Real Madrid to yeah, do it. Real Madrid. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I don't want to feel. I don't want to say like Madrid haven't played their part because it's Real Madrid. You know, Watford wouldn't have scored. Well, they wouldn't. Maybe they would have. You know, everyone can score a good. A good finishes goal, but you know Benzema is scoring that chance because, like I say, he's got the ability to get away from Zinchenko for a second, and just it's just a, it's just a top class goal that you know steering it inside the post, like it's it's perfect. You know, it's, it was barely any contact, but it was perfect. It was just right. We use the word perfect a lot, but it was it couldn't have been any better. The whole thing from from Benzema. So you're right. There is that element of it is Real Madrid. It's the Champions League semi finals, kind of what you expect. But again, it just goes back to that frustration of don't. Don't fucking give away a penalty, or you know, just don't, don't let, don't let them run. You know how Guardiola always says, um, don't, don't let them run. And when they run, they're dangerous. He always says it about you know Rashford and whatever yeah. United. But don't let them run. But um, this, this wasn't. I don't know. Was this because Madrid was so chaotic? The thing that I've been told about why playing Bielsa's leads was so difficult, particularly for City, given the way that City like to control games, is leads under Bielsa would give you spaces to exploit on the counter attack. And so you think, I think I've said this before, but it's pertinent now. And so, like, if you're De Bruyne, it's a bit like, you remember the end of that Chelsea game in January where City were 1-0 up and there was chances on the break to play balls in behind. You know, Serling and whoever would have been on the side because they were in their own half. That's, that was the ball that was on. Like, there's opportunities like that against Leeds and again against Real Madrid tonight where you think, but well, if I play this ball, we're through one-on-one. But if I play this ball, you know, De Bruyne is in the spaces behind and all of a sudden, you know, you're sprinting up towards their end and you don't score and all of a sudden you're running back and all of a sudden you've got a chance to go again and again, all of a sudden, you're fucked because you're running up and down and you think, hold on a minute, we don't want to do this and that's how kind of, and that's how Leeds kind of sucked, sucked you into doing that. That's why Leeds gave teams problems, even, you know, obviously they, they had a poor this season under Bielsa but that's how you get knackered against Leeds. They kind of drag you down to their level because they're fit. They can do that and, you know, and obviously with City, they don't want to do that. They, they want to control the game. And I wonder if there was an element of that tonight. You know, with Madrid, whatever they did, the, spa- the, the spaces where they were there. That first half, though, there were there were so many moments where City, where, where Madrid looked rattled. City, City really had them on the ropes, especially at 2-0. Well, again, this is where the frustration comes from, I think. I mean, the, the Mares miss and the Foden follow-up at the start of the second half, you can kind of live with. And I tweeted this at the time, like, Nothing makes me calmer in life than when somebody misses a chance and then they score straight away anyway. So obviously Liverpool the other week, with Sterling missing after a few minutes, then De Bruyne scoring a minute later. You think, okay, fine, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter now because he scored, he's made up for it, it's fine, doesn't matter. But yeah, that, that one in the, well, the two in the first half where it could have been 3-0. Look, I thought, I genuinely thought at the time, this isn't hindsight, I genuinely thought at the time, even if they'd have scored the three there, I still think Madrid would have come back and, and scored. I don't know how many, but I thought, you know, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have killed them off because I just don't think you can kill them until the game's over. Maybe even 10 minutes after it's over, you know, just, you, you just never know with Madrid. But those ones are the ones where you just think 3-0 up after what, 25 minutes? Yeah. Half an hour? It, and, and also, it just gives you the chance. But then Benzema scores and the fact that you make it 3-1, it doesn't really make it. It doesn't, I don't know, in my world anyway, I might be wrong. It's, this is just how I look at it. And it's not just sitting with any team. But I think you then scoring again after they do, it's not the same. You know, you need to do that. You need to make it 3-0. 
you need to you need to kill them off. And obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know what you mean. It, it's the mentality thing. I tweeted at eight thirty one p.m. Um, in all caps. Take your chances because that that must have been just before Benzema made it two one. And it, you could like even at two 0 you can sense Madrid aren't out of this. You've got it. You've got to kill them while you've got the yeah. chance. I mean, somebody tweeted to me, tweeted me to say um, that one of the pundits on ESPN had described Madrid as like the monster in a horror film. You've got to kill it and kill it and kill it and kill it because if you don't kill it four times, it'll come back and get you at some point. Yeah, funnily enough, again, I, I tweeted during, early, earlier in the game. I was speaking to a Brazilian journalist yesterday. He was like, Madrid are the kind of team. You need to kill them, cut their head off, and bury them seven metres underground, you know, just to make sure they're actually dead. Same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. This is why I mean, look, if they were playing anybody else, if this was Sporting Lisbon a few rounds ago, it might not have made a difference, you know, but those those chances were punished. You know, if somebody's, if somebody's got a penalty at City in a high-pressure game, against City. They might miss it, but Benzema, he was never missing that in a million years. Like I never expected him to miss, but I didn't expect him to, to, to do that either. Yeah. He, he was never missing that because he's a top-class player, playing for a top-class team. Um, so, yeah, exactly. Whoever that ESPN pundit was is is absolutely spot on. It's And then there's an, I, I was speaking to another journalist yesterday, and he was... You know when you know when somebody's saying a sentence and you can kind of work out where they're going? And that sometimes they're the best jokes because you think, Okay, I've got to the punchline before you have, before yeah. you delivered it. But then they change it. He was like Real Madrid are the type of team. They give them four chances and they score six goals. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That, that's 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 exactly what happened. I mean, how many chances did City give them? Two, and they've got three. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, let's let's kind of round it up, Sam, with a look ahead to the second leg because um, let's say the worst comes to the worst and City lose this tie. Um, do they only have themselves to blame after tonight yeah. or do you just accept yeah. that Madrid were phenomenal at points? Well, look, whatever happens in the next leg, I don't know. Look, I mean, look, if Madrid win 5-0 next week, it's a, I'd have to say it's highly unlikely. Um, if Madrid win 5-0, you go, fucking hell. Well, fine. Like, fair play. You, you you might go back to oh, okay. If this had happened in the first leg, if this had happened, but you know, I, you'd probably focus on the second leg and what a, an outrageous performance. But you know, if it's uh, um, if I don't, what what my, my math is so bad. What what score would would put Madrid through now? Three two would be extra time, wouldn't it? But I, I just like if Madrid if Madrid win four two next week and City miss more chances, again you. You, you'd be very harsh to say, oh, yeah, well, Madrid were lucky there because it's Real Madrid and they would have obviously put on a hell of a show. But you just think, lads, it can be it's, it's it can your, be both. It's your own fault. It's your own yeah. fault, really. It and also, be, like, it, when City have yeah. gone out in the Champions League in the past, Liverpool, okay, to be fair, the Liverpool game, they were unlucky in the second half, weren't they? Because of the, the controversial decisions, the refs, blah, 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 blah. But like Leon was like famously terrible. Champions League final last year, you just it was just flat, wasn't it? Like different, but, but yeah. flat. But like, if they go out playing like this, you just think, well, hold on, what's happened? What, how how have they gone out? But I mean, let, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. There's there's a very good chance that City go through, and then we can start thinking about how they play against Liverpool in the final. Yeah, well, that'll be fun. Um, one question on Leeds, Sam, not because like um, oh, yeah, it's it, it's not a it, it's not a game that I'm particularly looking forward to after such an energy sapping uh, game against uh, Madrid this evening. Um, what what do you reckon? How how does he approach it? Just because of of what's happened tonight, does it does that affect his thinking in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, it'll go back to the the, the the small squad thing. Do you put in people with legs? And like, where are those legs coming from? Who are they? Um, I, I mean, you say Gundogan, he's fresh, but he's, he's not got legs for that kind of game, has he? I suppose yeah. City go there and try and control it. And, and because it's Jesse Marsh and it's slightly different and it's not man-marking, you kind of... 
you try and keep it as controlled as possible and you go with Gundogan and you play Grealish. Um, Do you risk Walker? Obviously, Cancelo's back. Ake. Oh, well, risk, well, Cancelo's risk, back, yeah. I was going to say Walker, but Cancelo's back. Yeah, I, mean, I, that, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't know what kind of state he's in, but if he was training, then it makes it likely. But I don't know. Like, if you... I don't know. Like, they obviously made the risk tonight with Stones. Maybe the risk with Walker is, I don't know, you give him 20 minutes at the end if the game's going well so he can be ready for this for the Madrid game but maybe they need him maybe they need him against Leeds like I'm, I'm actually not going like if anyone's listening to this I'll probably tweet it as well I'm going to a stag do in Lisbon but apparently there is a City fan on the it's all Londoners basically but if there is a City fan on the trip so I'm hoping he'll want to watch the game and we'll, we'll go and watch that <laughs> you'll slink away for a bit yeah yeah for sure and hopefully I'll be too pissed to like analyse it properly and just just remember that City won basically <laughs> fair enough uh, I look forward to next week's podcast then because that'll be fun um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam I'm going to let you get off and uh, get into Guardiola's press conference find out what he's got to say um, look forward to, to kind of reading your digested thoughts on the game and uh, we'll catch up at the start of next week after the Leeds game um, that brings us to the end of the second helping of this week's uh, Why Always Us thanks to Sam Lee <sighs> Yeah, it's th- thank you. If you'd have asked me any more questions, I would have just said the same thing for another 20 minutes. So good instincts <laughs> to wrap this up. Thanks very much, mate. Cheers for being so flexible. No Thanks problem at all. It's been, it's been good fun. I hope it was some use. Yeah, I, it's helped me get my uh, my thoughts into order a little bit. Not not going to lie. So uh, helped me, but we'll yeah. get there. Well, we'll get there, won't we? Uh, don't forget, you can sign up to The Athletic right now for £1 a month for six months. Just use the code MANCITYPOD. See you soon. The Athletic.